Hi, my name is Tara Kachaturov, and I'm the host of Michigan Entrepreneur, where we feature businesses from startup to stellar. Today, I have as my special guest, Nawal Al-Sayed, mm -hmm. owner and creative director of Studious Monday. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm really excited to talk to you today about your company, Studious Monday, um, because I've never really had anybody on the show who's doing quite what you're doing. But before we get started on that, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background? Uh, uh, I'm a wife and mother, uh, and uh, the last 10 plus years of my career, uh, I've um, spent it at the intersection of children and family services, education and public health growing our family-owned childcare business in the city of Inkster, Michigan, into a thriving social services and community resource institution. So, you know, most recently with the center thriving, I've decided to shift my focus to a new business venture called Studious Monday, where I'm the CEO and creative director. And as a Muslim woman, Studious Monday is my love letter to my faith and my passion to fashion and design. All right. Now, I love that name, Studious Monday. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what that particular name means to you and why you decided to name your company as such? Well, what I, you know, while I was, you know, think tanking what I would name, you know, this company, uh, um, characteristics, words, adjectives, you know, I played around with many of them. And one of them was studious. And that word just you know, I mean, my girlfriend and I, it was just a word that like we felt truly described who we were as women. And um, and it describes the kind of woman that I that I think of when I'm designing. And she's it's the kind of woman that I'm considering when I'm making clothing. She's a very studious. She's a very astute kind of woman. And uh, Monday has always been my favorite day of the week. And considering that my mission statement is to shift the narrative on modesty, um, I was like, okay, well, what we're going to do as well is shift the narrative on Mondays, because I think a Monday is one of the best days of the week. So we put those two words together and it just clicked. All right. Well, that's a really interesting story about your name. Mm -hmm. And uh, I understand, um, uh, reading the backstory, that you started this company in 2020. Yes, um, I did. Um, I started it in 2020. Started <laughs> pre. I did. Yeah. So in 2020, um, well, you know, the planning of the company and the development of the company um, started roughly around 2018, essentially. Um, and then in 2020, uh, we were planning to launch our first collection. And um, obviously, with you know the pandemic and um, you know the the immediate shutdown. Uh, you know, we couldn't, we, you know, production had stopped. So what we did was we rerouted our efforts and ended up making um, PPE. And we made masks, you know, that considered, you know, all different kinds of women. So women, of course, that wore the hijab, we made masks considering them, you know, we made sure that the ties could be, could go around the hijab and not necessarily inside around the ears. Mm -hmm. So we made like three different designs using a lot of the materials, um, the materials, you know, that we use are organic materials and organic at that time, it was organic cotton we were using for our first collection. So what we did was we just redirected our efforts and we ended up making different kinds of masks and we launched the company by selling masks. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Now, um, this company is specifically focused on 
fashion for Muslim women. Can you tell me a little bit more about the demographic, um, you know, age and interest and things like that, which was kind of the, you know, foundation of your vision? So, um, I'd like to correct you there, Tara, because, you know, Studious Monday isn't necessarily just for Muslim women. You know, all kinds of women from different faiths and different beliefs, not necessarily, I mean, not even maybe even a faith, just like a certain mm -hmm. moral value, um, you know, uh, celebrate modesty and practice modesty. Like you and I, for example, right now, um, probably come from two different backgrounds, but are actually practicing modesty. You know, the principled professional woman, I would say, you know, practices or celebrates modesty. And a lot of us every single day dress very modestly, but probably don't know it. Um, and and, and it could be because it could be a cold outside. It could be because we're going to work. It could be because we're meeting with people that we haven't seen in a long time. And we might just we might want to give off, you know, a good impression. And it just goes to show you that modesty is essentially a global thing. You know, women have choice and they need options and insert studious monday so um when you um decided to start this company you had it as the grander vision of all women rather than just a specific demographic correct okay correct. and how about age-wise is your fashion like pretty much sure. across the board for young women to older women how does that work Since so you know um <laughs> Well, you know, as you know, you know, as an entrepreneur, you know, you really have to know your market, mm -hmm. you know, and um, you have to narrow it down when you're, you know, when you're making a product, especially. Um, and for Studious Monday, yes, the age range is 27 to 47 as we're designing, but it, clearly it's open to everybody, you know. Um, but as we're designing, you know, we're thinking of a specific kind of person. You know, like for example, you know, I'd like to give examples of, you know, other brands. You know, there were brand, there are brands that you know are when they're especially like athleisure wear, right? They're thinking of, you know, maybe Gen Z, but then you know Gen X or Gen Y and millennials are like, oh, okay, you know, I can definitely get down with that, and you know, they, you know, they want to try on the same kind of apparel, and you know, and it just goes to show you that it's really relative. And um, fashion is very relative and fashion is expression. So, um, I mean, any person can can choose to express themselves in, in various ways. Right. So but of course, as an entrepreneur, when you're pro when you're developing and when you're organizing, you've got to be really specific. Right. So the age range to answer your question, the age range is 27 to 47. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I kind of missed that range, but that's okay. Like, still, I like some of the the um, the outfits that were longer that, um, yeah. you know, I like those, especially like yeah. the coat look, because uh, that's really attractive to me. Um, so before we're going to show some designs in a moment, but before we do that, I want to talk a little bit about um, you, you bring up the term like um, the ethics around the business. Can you speak to that and how that integrates with whether it's the materials, the approach, um, can you speak a little bit more about that? Sure. Um, so when I when we when I use the word ethics uh, in our business model, it's uh, it's essentially you know integrity, honesty, um, you know collaboration with your team, you know listening, being compassionate, um, 
being a good leader, essentially. And, you know, considering, uh, considering your every move, like, what are my repercussions? What are the implications of my, of my choices that I'm making as an entrepreneur, as a business owner? You know, um, I'm buying material, I'm buying product. What kind of materials am I, um, am I buying? Um, what kind of products am I making? Who's making them? You know, um, for, for Studious Monday, it's not about the bottom line. Um, it's, it's, it's about ethics. And those are the values that make up what Studious Monday is. Now, when it comes to your materials, um, where, um, what types of materials are you using? Um, and uh, are, these, are your garments made in the U.S. or somewhere else? Sure. So um, the materials that we're using are essentially the materials that are available. Um, so, uh, for example, the first, the first collection, you know, we were using, uh, organic cotton. It was readily available and we use dead stock. So dead stock is a term that is, that is coined by the fashion industry, by apparel companies, um, and manufacturing companies, essentially, that is kind of like the pile of fabric that nobody wants or nobody is using, or it's the extra, it's essentially mm -hmm. the waste. So it's been, so, you know, with the most recent sustainable movement, it's been coined as dead stock. And my first collection was all dead stock, whatever was available. And that's in cotton, you know, organic cotton that was dead stock. That's what I used. And there are a lot of options. Um, I think people feel that, you know, going to like dead stock or um, considering material that's already available um, limits their choices, but the, 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 the industry is huge and, and there's so much material out there, um, that I personally have chosen to use material that's already readily available. So with this collection, for example, um, we, we made this collection, the most recent collection that we dropped, we made it in Pakistan. And, you know, some, uh, one of my key points with uh, that I discussed with my team was I want to use material that is native to the land. It's fabric mm -hmm. that's already being made and it's native to the land. It's readily available. We're using the crop of the land. And that's essentially what it means to be ethical. It's essentially, that's essentially what it means to be sustainable, right? Mm -hmm. You're asking these questions. Ethics means asking questions, being conscious. And, um, so, uh, um, the material, for example, for this, we used for, from Pakistan, but we upcycle, which means that whatever material or whatever products that we made overseas, we bring it here. And if it doesn't sell or it's been on the shelf for, you know, let's say four to six months, we're moving on to the next season. It goes to my manufacturing partner in Lansing and they upcycle, meaning they revamp the piece and make something new out of it and mm -hmm. then we sell it the next season. Oh, cool. I love that. I mm -hmm. love that uh, whole system there. Now, before you, did you just learn all of this about the fashion industry in the last couple of years or did you have some insight into it before you took off with Studious Monday? I had zero knowledge. Zero wow. Going into okay. this, zero. <laughs> I did not have the language. I did not have the verbiage. It took me, I mean, I would say this is my first year, this, this year would, be, is going to be the year 
that I feel super confident in who I am as an entrepreneur in this industry, as well as a designer in this industry. It took, it took, I mean, I started planning and developing, I would say in 2018, it took about five years to get this language down, to get this knowledge down. And I still feel like I, there's still so much I need to learn. And honestly, I wouldn't be a successful entrepreneur if I didn't believe that it's an, it's an ongoing learning curve. Right. Right. And I don't think people realize like people don't magically just show up with things and <laughs> here's my company. <laughs> it takes time. It no, does it take does. Time. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of mistakes, mm -hmm. a lot of mistakes. And it takes time to kind of figure out who you are and what you are during that process. It takes exactly. a while. Exactly. And you're, you're still evolving. You're always evolving either that or you're dead. I mean, we, you know, we're constantly Absolutely. changing. Um, so I'd like to take um, a little bit of time in, in the middle of our show and um, have you show some of the pieces. Um, uh, are you wearing something from your collection right now? Oh, no, I'm just I'm wearing like a cardigan. I was feeling kind of chilly this morning. Okay. So I'm wearing a knit cardigan. I don't work with knits. Not mm -hmm. yet, at least. I work mm -hmm. with wovens. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, no, this is one of my knitted cardigans from my closet. All right. Well, um, why don't you explain the the like the types of clothing you're selling in terms of the styles? And then why don't you show us a piece and um, talk about your first piece? Sure. So um, over here, I have a, um, here is a, this, so this is recycled poly. This is recycled polyester. Um, and a, this is a, 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 a tunic, a button down tunic that could be paired with um, essentially really any, you know, pant or skirt. You could tuck it in, you can keep it out. Uh, very uh, utilitarian kind of vibes. Uh, we, we worked with this, uh, this most recent collection. Uh, we, we were inspired by the modest mod decade. Um, and we built our designs and our color palette and our color stories around, um, that inspiration. So this is a button down tunic. We've got a pocket here, um, buttons all the way down, uh, beautifully constructed. You can wear it fitted or you can wear it oversized. So now we have um, one of our upcycled pieces. Uh, this is our organic waffle cotton um, a classic tunic mini. At first it was a midi, then we turned it into a mini and we, uh, we reconstructed it a bit too as well. And uh, this, is, um, this is everyday, it could be everyday casual, uh, day to night. A lot, of our, um, a lot of our aesthetic is very day to night kind of pieces. Um, because we're trying to promote functionality um, and really limit um, uh, waste, you know. So we want apparel that essentially has more than one uh, attribute. And uh, the next one is our corduroy. We did we used corduroy this uh, this season. Um, I really wanted to play around with texture. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of wanted to showcase and highlight my range of apparel, the kind of apparel that we meet, make. And uh, this is our Bomzer. Um, we trademarked this name. So a Bomzer is essentially uh, an intersection between a blazer and a bomber jacket. <laughs> so, so it gives like yeah. the, 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 the cool, trendy feel of a bomber jacket mm -hmm. while remaining very structured and professional as a blazer. 
I love corduroy because it's so warm. I, I really love. Yes. Yeah. That and that's fabric. essentially um, in the modest. So our collection, like I said, is modest mod and it derives from the inspiration of uh, the, the British mod scene of the 60s. And that's essentially when corduroy was developed. Um, it was developed uh, to keep people warm during the era of like back to work post. Um, I think it was post Vietnam War and manufacturing essentially uh, had a big boom. So corduroy was everyone was, you know, the the mainstream uh go-to for men and women i did not know that i grew up in the 60s so i remember that and the you know the model twiggy and all that yeah wow that's interesting yes. i never yes. knew that yes oh my gosh um and i noticed that um one of your outfits even had like a um a belt with like a purse on it which was really yes. cool i like that for yeah so that second piece that i showed you that mm -hmm the organic waffle cotton. Mm -hmm. So that's that's essentially the piece that we sent back. And what we did was with the, with the waist bag is we detached it. So mm -hmm. you could wear it around your waist, you could wear it around your shoulders. So it just provides more versatility to the to the piece. I like that because I like things where I can, you know, put something that I need right away, like a phone sure. or something without carrying all this other stuff. For sure. Yeah, really. That's really cool. Thanks so much for showing us some samples of 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 what you're doing. So you have corduroy, you've got some, um, you've got some polyester, you've got cotton fabrics. Um, and what are the, are there any other kinds of fabrics that you're working with? So uh, for the spring collection, yes, we're we're working with um, we're working with cottons. Uh, we're also going th we're uh, various cottons, various weights of cottons. Mm -hmm. uh, Pakistan is essentially known for its cotton industry. Mm -hmm. So we're playing around with various uh, weights of cotton for the spring collection, which I think is going to be uh, a hit. I think a lot of people are going to enjoy it. And you also have some slacks, if I'm not mistaken, correct? correct? Yes, I do. Uh, I have right here, I have the trouser. This is a high-waisted tapered trouser. Mm -hmm. And then we also have um, a bell-bottom. Oh, this is the skirt. Oh, bell-bottoms. Wow. Yeah, we also <laughs> have bell-bottoms. Bell-bottoms are back. That's amazing. If you live long enough, you'll see all the trends again. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the, amazing. That's actually what fashion is. Fashion is history. Now, how do you come up with, um, how do you decide what you're going to have for that next uh, season? I mean, I know like things are are planned in the fashion industry like many quarters in advance. How are you deciding what you're going to do and, and how are you designing this? Are you doing the designs? Do you have a designer? How does that working? So there's a lot of research that goes into uh, planning the next season. Mm -hmm. um, there are, uh, there are um, uh, part of the industry, there are the leaders that, you know, set the trends essentially. And we, the trends are set by studying the market um, and studying the psychology of essentially society and, um, and just lots of research, lots of research. Uh, a lot of arts, so a lot, you know, a lot of the art schools, a lot of the creative fashion design schools are, um, they're, I would say they're the ones kind of setting the trends and they're the ones letting us know what's really happening so that we are capable of making the apparel that will sell. And um, all I can say is lots of research, lots of concept and a lot of creativity. 
you got to be able to speak to your customer. You got to be able to speak to your to your community, um, and that takes really well planning, really well concept development, um, and it requires a team. So I do. I I am a designer, but I also have an associate designer. I also have a production and business manager, um, and I also have you know a group of a circle of women that are so supportive. And I have my husband and I have my family that I bounce ideas off of. Mm -hmm. And um, and it's, I mean, that's essentially how I get things done. You know, I'm, I'm constantly talking, constantly asking, uh, trying to figure out what's the next best thing and reading and researching. How many design, I mean, do you have a certain number of designs that you wanna bring to the fore each quarter? Um, or how do you decide how much you're going to like debut? I mean, sure. in terms of different styles of clothing. So, um, I like to like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a still a small, I would say a uh, fashion house. So, uh, I like to keep my collections like from six to nine designs. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, typically, uh, big, uh, design houses, like go to like I think make like 25 pieces um uh, and I also practice like I said sustainability and I like to limit waste so for me I think six to nine is good for now possibly maybe uh maybe go up to maybe you know 12 to 15 but I think I'll always find myself to to publish a very small collection you know annually and, and you, are you are you doing it? So are these that's for the year rather than you're not changing by the quarter or by the season necessarily? No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Um, I like to create seasonless pieces. Uh, so if I have, you know, if I have a collection that's, you know, still if I, if I still have products in that collection, what I'll do is I'll upcycle them. You know, because mm -hmm. people do want something, you know, brand new and shiny. Mm -hmm. um, so I will send them back to manufacturing. We'll change up a couple things and then bring it back for sale. So what kind of feedback have you been receiving from the folks that have been um, buying your clothing? So I'm getting good feedback in terms of like color palette, in terms mm -hmm. of creating modest wear, um, representing a group of you know, people who have felt, you know, otherwise discarded by the industry. I feel like my, I feel like um, in 2022, what, what we did very well was truly communicate, you know, our brand and who we are. I feel like people are gaining trust and feeling a little bit more confident uh, to invest in us. Um, and, uh, and people love the mix and match pieces. I'm getting a lot of good feedback in terms of the mix and match pieces. I've created a lot of sets. Mm -hmm. So people are loving the matching sets. Yeah, I like things that are kind of interchangeable, like puzzle pieces, because, um, yeah, you can have a lot less in your closet, but still do a lot with it. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Um, so um, another question I had was, how are you getting the word out about your company? So um, I hired a PR agency a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. I've been doing a lot of press. Uh, also, social has been a huge help. I have a social media agency that has done a really wonderful job at campaigning. Um, and word of mouth. 
word of mouth and you know community events I, I you know i get involved in a lot of community events and you know i'm always plugging in studious monday and um yeah i would say those are the three big ways that we're uh, getting our brand name out there are you and now are, i assume you're shipping beyond the the confines of the state of michigan i mean your clothing is going outside of our yes. area Yes, we are. Uh, yes, uh, I'm actually shipping globally. So um, U.S., so Michigan, the greater United States, mm -hmm. Canada, and abroad. Are you trying to get any partners like in other parts of the world that can maybe um, showcase some of your uh, your things so that they can you could even have a presence in another country? Jeez, yes, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, ideally, you know, a couple of my goals that I've set for 2023 is to uh, leverage uh, Studious Monday uh, and uh, really make it, um, um, I, I, mean, I, I don't know if leverage was the right business term, but scale it maybe, mm -hmm. uh, you right. know, scale, scale mm -hmm. it and um, you know, uh, put it in a position where investors are really interested. Mm -hmm. um, and okay. yeah, I would love you know, partners. I would love partners. Yeah, you could maybe even private label things, you know, or they could do that under your name. For um, sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so many opportunities there. Mm -hmm. So, um, what so far um, in your in your journey with Studious Monday, what's been the most rewarding part of this of running this business and growing the business? Um, the most rewarding part are the photo shoots and the representation of women for me honestly it's i've just been loving seeing uh women in 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 my apparel and then photographing them and then them going on websites and social media and just seeing the impact it does for other women um for me that has been so rewarding like seeing the final product um the photo shoots are are so exciting. Like I was that. looking at the your your website and at studiousmonday.com. I was looking at the photos and some of the video and it was like it was really really nice. It is very high quality and it does showcase your your clothing beautifully. Thank you. Thank you so it much. It really, really does. So, what's next for you at Studios Monday? Uh you know, one thing I have so uh, I mean, I'm going to be very transparent and frank here. So I would really like to learn how to drive sales. So I do have some, you know, business experience going into Studious Monday, like I said in my introduction, in regards to our, you know, family-owned childcare business. Mm -hmm. But what I've learned is that there's different kinds of entrepreneurship, and small business is one of them, and then scalable, like scalable, you know, product. Um, scalable startups, which is what I would consider Studious Monday to be, um, is a different kind of entrepreneurship. And I have learned that I do not know how to really drive sales. Like I know how to, I know how to develop, I know how to organize relationship management, running the business, um, you know, creating the products, getting things out there. I'm good at, but one thing that I have not like really learned and truly grasped is driving sales. And what's next for Studious Monday is to do that, to drive sales. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I think, you know, you're you're doing all the right things, plugging into social media, getting on, you know, even interview shows like this. Certainly, you can even take this to the podcast world because um, you can still talk about your story 